Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the podcast. I am Matthew Bivens, your balanced lifestyle coach, and I am super pumped that you're here hanging out with me. We're going to be talking about having it all today, as we do every single week. And listen up, because this is the space that you want to come to to learn how to have it all. There's a lot of other places out there that are going to tell you, no, you can't have it all. There's, there's, there's limitations. There's scarcity. There's only enough for certain people. You can't actually have it all, and you need to pick and choose. Not here. Because in this space, in this conversation, on this podcast, we hold the belief that, yes, you can have it all, and so can everybody else. We all can have it all because it has to do with the way you define it. And it has everything to do with your attitudes and your beliefs and your experience of life and nothing to do with what you own, what you possess, or anything like that. It's internal, not external. That's why we all can have it all. So if you're ready for some more conversations on that, then let's do the thing. (laughs) I want to say thank you to those of you who are here for the first time. I appreciate you taking a little bit of a risk, hitting play, and just kind of rolling those dice. We're going to have some fun today. And for all of you returning listeners, huge thanks, huge gratitude to you because you're the reason why the show keeps rolling on. This show is for you. It's for your breakthrough, for your abundant, loving life. So thank you so much for the support. If you would like to reach out to me and connect personally, I love, love chatting with you in all the different ways. And you can reach out to me in two formats. The first is my email, Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. The second is on Instagram. I'm at Matthew underscore Bivens. And I love receiving feedback on the show, what you like and don't like. I love receiving ideas for new episodes, episode topics. Send those my way. I love it when you just give a shout out like, hey, I'm a new listener. Hey, I've been listening forever and just wanted you to know my name. That's so much fun for me. And I, I enjoy getting into dialogues with you. So reach out on any of those two formats if you want to get in touch with me. And if you could subscribe to the show, that would be tremendous as well. You can do so on whatever podcast app you're listening right now. There should be a subscribe feature. So hit that subscribe button for me. And you can also leave a rating and a review. And all three of those things are are huge helps. They help other people to find the show. They help other people to trust the show, right? Because if you're a first-time listener and if you weren't recommended by a friend, let's say you just stumbled across the podcast, you probably went and checked out the ratings and reviews 
And if they're decent, then you might give the show a shot. But if they aren't decent or there aren't very many of them, you might skip it. So the ratings and reviews actually do help with the show and help people to discover it. So subscribe, rate, review, get in touch with me if you would like to connect. And let's do the thing. Because today I'm excited. We have a cool conversation today about taking things personally. And we're going to learn how to not take things personally. And I'm telling you, I this has been a big part of my own journey in life is learning how to not take stuff personally because I have self-diagnosed myself or self-categorized myself as being an emotional guy. Even though I may not outwardly express it, I feel a lot inside. And as I was growing up through you know high school and the college and stuff, the emotions I felt a lot of times I was taking things personally, right? I was I was taking comments somebody would said or a look they gave me, and I was making it personal and I was making it some sort of attack on who I was. So I know very clearly firsthand what it's like like to live a life where you take things personally, and I know how much suffering happens as a result. And I also know that you can have a breakthrough in this area because I have. So. I'm going to be breaking down what's really going on when we're taking things personally. I'm going to be reading to you from one of my favorite, favorite books, some passages that I think can help illuminate a few things for you. And we're going to do a little exercise. So you're going to be participating in this episode because I truly want you to experience your breakthrough as well so you can live a life where you aren't taking things personally. So that's the space that I'm holding today. That's the intention. And let's get things rolling with some magic because what's the use of having it all if we don't experience these magical moments. I mean, that is, that's the byproduct of having it all, is experiencing many more magical moments. And when I'm talking about magic, what I'm referring to is those moments when you influence yourself, others, or life in an empowering way. And they're happening all the time. And what I want to do is just get you in the practice of pausing and thinking about them. Like, man, how have I influenced myself in a powerful way recently? Huh, well, you know what? The other day, I was about to sit down and crank out that PlayStation 5 or turn on that new Netflix series. And I said, you know, before I do that, let me just go for this 30-minute walk around my neighborhood. Yeah, let me, let me do that. I, I think I should do that. So I influenced myself to get some exercise before I jumped into lounge time. Like that right there is magic. And if we skip over it, if we don't acknowledge it, it's easy to forget it. And it's easy to, to not gain the benefits of flexing that muscle of like, man, I really can influence myself in a powerful way. So I'm going to share a piece of magic. Then I want you to pause the episode and reflect on your magic. Magic for me had to do with my COI, Circle of Influence group last week. And the conversations that we get into every week are so amazing. I mean, the purpose of this group is really to dig in, to go deep, and to talk about things that are uncomfortable. And one of those things that we talk about that is uncomfortable to a lot of people is money. And so we're now going through just looking at our finances as a group. Like, hey, where's your financial health? And it's a twofold thing. Like, how is your money right now? And, and does your money allow you to have the lifestyle that you, that you want? What's your maturity around money? Things like that. And then we look at how do you feel about it, right? Are you coming from scarcity? Are you coming from abundance? So we want to make sure that everybody feels healthy, well-rounded in their finances. So we had a really amazing, magical conversation last week around finances. And in particular, we were digging into everybody's debts. Like, 
for me, 10 years ago, if you had asked me to talk about my debts, that would have made me feel so uncomfortable. I would have felt a lot of shame. I would have felt a lot of internal judgment, and I probably would have gotten pretty defensive. Like, no, nah, it's none of your business. Don't ask me about that. And it was because I had a very, very low maturity around money and around debts to the point that I would just want to avoid any of those conversations. So 10 years later, here I am leading a group of people where we're digging in like, okay, how many debts do you have? Oh, you have four? Great. What are the numbers? Oh, okay. On your Amex, you've got you know 5,000. On your student loan, you've got 12,000. All right, great. So your overall debt number is 37. Cool. Let's go to the next one. And we had such a powerful conversation where everybody was just being transparent and just sharing because it is what it is. Like your debts, those are like they're numbers. They're real. It's right there. So when you're able to separate the emotion from it and just look at it, it gives you such a better chance of being able to approach it in a powerful way, formulate a plan, execute on that plan, ultimately reach the financial space and existence that you want, as well as heal a lot of that stuff that brews around money. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we had a fantastic conversation. Everybody was really open. And it's just magical for people to come together and be courageous in talking about something that is taboo for a lot of folks. It was taboo for me for a long time. And here we are just digging into it and getting to the heart of it. So that's my magic from this week. Now I invite you to reflect on some magic for yourself. Where have you influenced self, others, or life recently? It can be big, it could be small, all of it's important. And again, think of it like this muscle that we're working on building. You know, it's like a gratitude muscle. The more you practice gratitude and stop and reflect, the stronger that muscle gets, the easier it is for you to connect with things that you're grateful for, the more that your life feels like it's so full of abundance. That's kind of like the cascade of events. Magic is similar. The more magic you reflect, the more you start to say, my gosh, my life is filled with so many wow moments. The more you start to feel like you are in command, you are in control, you are the influencer of your life, you are you know, the proactive person in the driver's seat, you aren't a victim to everything. All of that happens as you practice more and more magic. So take the opportunity now, hit pause, and then we're going to kick on ahead to listener love. And this week, I got so much love and appreciation to a listener who reached out to me to give me some feedback, you know, because I ask for it. You know, I put it out there. I say, hey, reach out to me. Tell me 
what you like about the show, what you don't like, give me some feedback. And so this listener took me up on that offer and they emailed me and just gave me some straight up feedback. And, you know, it was it was so appreciated. So, Brian, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir, for the feedback. I appreciate that you didn't pull any punches, that you were like, hey, you know, I hope you're able to take this powerfully. But bam, here it is. And that type of, of honesty, you know, for me, I, I need it. Like I need people around me, folks that are in my inner circle and, you know, folks like you, Brian, that, that are a listener of the show and we've had conversations before and just I need that feedback. I need those outside uh, eyeballs and I, I value it. And it's not always easy to take. That's the thing about feedback. It's like, it's not always easy. You don't want to take it sometimes. And, and so that always gives me an opportunity to practice humility. So Brian, I thank you for having that on your spirit and honoring yourself to the point where you decided to shoot me an email because it's easy to have it on your spirit and then you just let it go. Be like, eh, Matthew doesn't need to hear that or maybe he doesn't have a listening for it or maybe he already knows, but you had it on your spirit and you honored that and you reached out to me. And so I appreciate that. I also appreciate your words. You know, your feedback was spot on. So thank you for that. It gives me an opportunity to look at some things and level up. And that's what I'm playing for. So Brian, thank you again for the feedback. If you would like to be like Brian and give me some feedback, oh, there's a part of me that's like, oh man, you're about to open it up. But hey, you know what? That's what I'm here for. And uh, if you want to be like Brian and give me some feedback, hey, let's do it. Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. That's my email. You can reach me there. Or you can go to Instagram at Matthew underscore Bivens. You can write me a message. You can leave me a voice note. You can record a video. I love doing video notes to people. I use a service called Loom, L-O-O-M. That's what I use for video notes. I dig doing that. So however you feel inspired, you can reach out to me and give me some feedback as well. I appreciate it. And I'm also open to give you feedback. I love that. A lot of times, you know, you all reach out and, and ask for some advice on a life situation. And I'm always good for that too. So feedback can go both ways. I'm open to either of, of those ways. And yep, there we go. All right. Let's get into today's main topic. We're talking about how do we not take things personally? You know, it's such an interesting conversation because I'm sure in your life you've said something or someone said something to you and they're like, you know, don't take it personally, but, and they fill in the blank or they say something and they can tell that you're just pissed off. They're like, hey, don't take it personally. It's a thing that we're told, you know, what to do. You know, we're, we're told, don't take it personally. And I know for me, whenever I hear that, like that will make me even more angry. Like I'll take it even more personal when someone tells me not to take it personally. But you know what? The advice is solid because when we take things personally, it, it, it robs us. It robs us of joy. It robs us of peace. It robs us of freedom, of love, of optimism, of growth. And so learning how to not take things personally is a tremendous, tremendous skill. Because when, we're, when we aren't strong in this area, meaning when we take a lot of things personally a lot of the time, I mean, it can be a glance from a person that you can then 
transform into uh, something with tremendous meaning that can cut so deep. Or it could be a word in a message or a word in a text that you take and you spin this grand tale about how they feel about you and then indictment on you as a person. And it can just go on and on and on when we take things personally. So it really is a skill that I want you to learn because your life is going to be better. It'll be better when you aren't taking things personally. And you know there are two sides to taking things personally. On side number one, this is where you realize that a person's words and what they're saying to you has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them, right? That's, that's the first side, when you believe that what they're saying ha- has to do with you. And so the breakthrough opportunity there is, you know what, everything's not about me. And what that person says actually is a greater reflection on what they're going through rather than who I am. That's side number one of taking things personally. Side number two of taking things personally is that when we get triggered, meaning when we take it personally, we're failing to realize that what's happening is there's a sore spot within us that's being touched on. There's something within us that hasn't been healed, some shadow that we don't shine a light on, something that we've tried to deny or suppress or just not deal with, and it's being brought up to the surface. And that is a huge breakthrough opportunity as well right? To really look at what you've been avoiding or suppressing or denying. So just keep that in mind for the, for the rest of this conversation. If you're taking something personally, it's probably going to create opportunity for you in one of those two areas, if not both, right? The area of, oh man, this is all about me. Look at me, me, me. And the area of, you know, I'm getting triggered by something that's in there. Because you can have a big breakthrough in either area. And I want you to be able to see the big picture because in a moment, I'm going to ask you to come up with an example in your life where you take something personally. And I can almost guarantee you, you're going to see, oh, wow, I was making it about me. Or, oh, wow, I was trying to deny looking at something that's been there forever. Right? You're going to see one of those two things going on. So those are the two big big sides of taking something personally. And like I said before, I'm holding space that you have a breakthrough, that it clicks. Like, oh my gosh, that's what I do. Wow. Okay, I see what I do. Now, how can I do something different? Like, If you can get to that point in your life where you see it, you know, you may not know the next step, but if you can see what's going on, you have such a greater chance of, of healing and growth. So I'm going to do some readings today. I've got this book in front of me. It's one of my favorite books. It's pretty pretty worn down. It's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And the subtitle is A Practical Guide to Personal Freedom. This book has been huge for me. And my father introduced this book to me when I was probably a teenager. And I never read it. It was just something that he would think, you know, he, he would bring up in conversation. You know, and what this book does is it really helps us to unpack some of the deepest limiting beliefs that we hold on to and that we fight for. And as we're holding on and fighting these limiting beliefs, it creates a lot of suffering and it creates a lot of limitation within us. And so the four different agreements that Don Miguel Ruiz breaks down in the book are 
to be impeccable with your word. That's the first agreement. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. The third agreement is don't make assumptions. And the fourth agreement is always do your best. And so briefly, just to give you some context for those of you who haven't heard of or read the book, Don Miguel Ruiz, his, his perspective or his take that he expands on the book is that as we are brought up by, and, and, and educated by our parents, our guardians, our teachers, our siblings, our friends, society as a whole, what happens during that process is that we pick up these limiting beliefs or we pick up these, these paradigms, these ways in which we see the world that cloud us from truth. These limiting beliefs and these paradigms are steeped in lies and in, in fear, right? And so it clouds us from the truth and it has us believing in these false truths or believing in these false lies or the, these lies. And what happens is as we buy into those things, it really keeps us from happiness and peace and freedom and love and all those things that we're playing for. And so what Don Miguel Ruiz does is he helps you to really shine light on some of those limiting beliefs and those limiting ideas that you might be holding on to, that you might have, and those beliefs that you might be feeding again and again and again that are keeping you believing the lies and keeping you from experiencing the freedom, the joy, the happiness that you really want. And this book has been transformational. And what I love about it is it's a simple book. It's an easy read. It's like 100 pages. It's big font, 100 pages. It goes by fast. But it's, it's rooted in like ancient wisdom. And so it's, it's a great read. I totally recommend you go pick it up. The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz. And so we're gonna, I'm going to be reading some passages from here and talking about them with you because that's going to help you to not take things personally. And in particular, I'm going to be reading passages from agreement number two. Don't take anything personally. So I said that this was going to be a participation episode, and I meant it. Now, what I'm going to do, what I want you to do before I start reading, is I want you to think back to the time, the previous time, when you were taking something personally. Make it a big a big event, a big moment in your life when you were like, yeah, I, I really was taking it personally when XYZ happened to me. So before we really move on, I want you to have that in your mind. And if you need to, hit pause on the episode until you have that moment in mind. Because as I talk and, and read the book and unpack certain things, it's going to help you to look at that moment in a different way, from a different perspective. And I want to help you to arrive at the truth around that moment, that it wasn't personal. The truth that whatever happened or whatever that person said or whatever that person did had nothing to do with you and had everything to do with them. And the truth that if you were feeling triggered, if something was coming up for you, that really is revealing an area of opportunity for you. So right now, if you don't have that moment in mind, hit pause and then we can continue. So for me, the moment that I'm going to be thinking about is happened recently in one of my business masterminds where I got some feedback. I got some feedback about uh, my business and things that I've been doing to, to grow the business. And at first, I was taking that feedback personally. 
I didn't really want to agree with it. I didn't want to hear it. And I, I took it as an indictment on my work ethic. I felt like the feedback was saying that I'm not focused, that I'm, I'm off getting distracted, that I'm you know not working hard. And when I received that feedback, I remember the telltale signs that I'm getting defensive and I, and I don't want to receive it. Um, I got physically uncomfortable. I started to sweat under my arms. I wanted to be off the call. I wanted to be distracted. So, you know, it's easy for me to get distracted by the dog or my or something like that. These are all signs to me that I'm, that something has struck a chord, right? That something has hit a sore spot that I haven't been willing or wanting to address. So that's my example. And I'll unpack my example a little bit more as we go on. All right, let's start reading. This is where the magic is going to happen. So I'm reading four agreements. Don Miguel Ruiz, I'm looking at the second agreement, don't take things personally. And we're going to jump right in. So Ruiz writes, whatever happens around you, don't take it personally. Using an earlier example, if I see you on the street and I say, hey, you are so stupid without knowing you, it's not about you, it's about me. If you take it personally, then perhaps you believe you are stupid. Maybe you think of yourself, how does he know? Is he clairvoyant? Or can everybody else see how stupid I am? You take it personally because you agree with whatever was said. As soon as you agree, the poison goes through you and you are trapped in the dream of hell. What causes you to be trapped is what we call personal importance. Personal importance, or taking things personally, is the maximum expression of selfish behavior because we make the assumption that everything is about me. During the period of our education, also what Ruiz calls our domestication, we learn to take everything personally. We think we are responsible for everything. Me, 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 always me. So real quick, I want to jump in here because I think this is such a powerful passage, particularly when he says, if somebody calls you stupid and it triggers you or you take it personally, perhaps you believe you are stupid. And that right there is what I was referring to as the two sides of taking things personally. When somebody says something to you and it triggers you in a way that makes you want to get angry or defensive or whatever, it might be because there's you feel there's a kernel of truth in what they're saying. That's what I'm referring to as that shadow or that part of you that's inside that you haven't been wanting to deal with. So if somebody calls you stupid and there's a part of you that believes you are stupid, then yeah, you might get triggered and you might take it personally. But if somebody calls you stupid and there's no part of you that believes you're stupid, that comment would roll right off your back. You'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. Because there was no truth in it for you. That's the whole idea of somebody pushing your buttons, right? It's that concept that in order for someone to push your buttons, you have to have a button in the first place. If you don't think you're stupid, if there's no stupid button in there, then if I try to push it, it's not going to get any reaction from you. If I call you stupid, it won't even matter. But if you do have a button that says, I, I'm a little stupid or I'm, I've done stupid things, then if I say that to you, boom, I've just hit your button and you've taken it personally. So that's what I really appreciate about this passage is that it highlights that side of taking things personally where it's about something within us that we have not addressed, something within us that 
we believe, a limiting belief that we hold about ourselves. I'm going to read on. And this is probably my favorite part. Nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. All people live in their own dream, in their own mind. They are in a completely different world from the one we live in. When we take something personally, we make the assumption that they know what is in our world, and we try to impose our world on their world. Even when a situation seems so personal, even if others insult you directly, it has nothing to do with you. What they say, what they do, and the opinions they give are according to the agreements they have in their own minds. Their point of view comes from all the programming they received during domestication. So this passage speaks to the other side of taking things personally, that it has nothing to do with you. That whatever a person says to you, their opinions about you, their actions and all that has nothing to do with you, has everything to do with them. It has to do with what their fears are, what they're scared about, what they believe. It has to do with how they were raised, how they see the world. It has to do with their agenda. It has to do with their limitations, not yours. And that is one of the biggest things. When we take something personally, we believe that another person's actions or opinions or words are about us. And it's so easy to believe it, particularly when there's some sort of attack. Like, you're stupid. Right? If, if you perceive that it's attack and it's on you, yeah, you're going to take it personally. But you have to remember, and this is the, the big thing, this is why I appreciate this book. You got to remember that whatever a person is doing is a result of their life experience, of their viewpoint. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I'll keep reading. If somebody gives you an opinion and says, hey, you look so fat. Don't take it personally. Because the truth is that this person is dealing with his or her own feelings, beliefs, and opinions. That person tried to send poison to you. And if you take it personally then you take that poison and it becomes yours. Taking things personally makes you easy prey for these predators. They can hook you easily with one little opinion and feed you whatever poison they want. And because you take it personally, you eat it up. You eat all their emotional garbage and now it becomes your garbage. But if you do not take it personally, you are immune in the middle of hell. Immunity to poison in the middle of hell is the gift of this agreement. And so again, this idea that 
people who are hurting, who are going through something, right, who, who feel like they're struggling in their own stuff might say or do something to you to try to get you to feel a little bit of whatever they're feeling. And it may not be conscious. It may not be super intentional, like they're out there with this malicious intent. Sometimes hurt people hurt people. You may have heard that expression before. You know, they want to share in this feeling that they're having. And so they're looking around and seeing who do I have this opportunity to share some of my emotional garbage with? Who will eat the garbage? Ooh, you might. So boom, let me give you a little bit of this poison. Oh, they took it. Okay, great. I'm going to keep giving them more because it gives me some sort of satisfaction in this moment to see you getting frustrated or feeling hurt or feeling scared the way that I felt. So let me give you more of this poison, more of this garbage. That's what Ruiz is illuminating. That when a person does that, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what they are struggling with. I'm telling you, these types of, of understandings, when it clicks, it can transform your life. Because I know that you have moments where you've just taken something personally. You're convinced that it's about you. And I know for me, when I've taken something personally, I'll dwell on it. I'll dwell on it. I'll ruminate. It'll ruin the next moment. It'll ruin the next hour because all I can do is think about this thing that a person said. And either I'm, I'm angry that they said it or I'm hurt that they said it or I feel weak and small and powerless because they pointed out something that I'm not good at. My confidence gets smacked down. Like all these little things happen that impact my life for who knows how long, minutes, hours, maybe days. And so the freedom that happens when these ideas can click in for you that it's not personal. It was never about you. It was about the other person and what they were going through. And you know what? If there is something in there that it gets triggered, why don't we look at it? Let's look at it objectively. Instead of getting caught up in the stories and the lies that we're going to tell ourselves about this thing, I'm so stupid, I don't work hard, I'm not enough, whatever. Let's look at that and figure out a way to address it. So I want to go back to my example. Remember, my example was that I was in a business mastermind and I got some feedback about how I was going about executing a strategy. And initially, my first gut was that they were talking about my work ethic. And that made me feel frustrated, right? Because I'm like, wait a minute, I'm working so hard. How are you going to tell me that I'm not doing X, Y, Z thing? And what happened is their initial words translated to me, you are not doing enough which then hit on that old story that I have that I'm not enough. I am not enough. And so it triggers me being defensive. I want to get defensive and I want to push back and I want to not receive the feedback. And then what happens is that when I'm defensive, in this case, when I, when I got defensive, it's natural for me to start firing back at the person. And most likely for me, when I fire back, it's that I'm talking smack about them in my own head. In my head, I might be saying like, man, who are you telling me that I'm not doing enough? Are you kidding me? I do way more than you. And I do it way better than you. Look at my results. You can't touch my results. So don't come over here and tell me that I'm not doing enough. That's the conversation that was going on in my head. And so as I reflected on that, two things occurred. I said, wow, you really wanted to defend 
and you really wanted to like you got triggered you got that little button got pushed and instead of acknowledging the button was pushed and looking at the belief and the lie that you're buying into you want to fight back and that's what i was doing and then the second part of that is just looking and saying you know what maybe that maybe the way that their feedback came across was because they're going through something Maybe they were feeling a little, you know, comparing their business to mine and something was coming up within them. And so they needed to feel like they needed to cut me down a little bit. Who knows? I don't know what's going on with them. But I had both of those moments of clarity for myself of, man, I was taking that personally. And I realized that I was missing the opportunity of receiving the feedback because the feedback was accurate. I was being distracted. I was putting more time on the shiny balls. I was spending time designing things and doing stuff like that that really wasn't moving the needle, wasn't getting me closer to the goal that I said I wanted to hit, the goal that I asked them to hold me accountable to. It, I, the things that I were doing wasn't moving me in that direction. But when I was taking the feedback personally, I was missing that. I was seeing them as an enemy and a villain rather than a figure who's there to help me and support me and was helping me through giving me that feedback. And so, you know, it took me a little while, not very long. I've shortened that gap quite a bit from taking something personally to getting back into my my center and getting back in my power. And when I did, I said, ah, okay, cool. Got it. Thank you. I was taking it personally. I'm complete taking it personally. Let's move on. I'm going to receive that feedback, humble myself, and keep it moving. So, Reflect on your example. The last time you took something personally. Think about it. Bring it up right now. I want you to be able to see what's going on. Is it that a person said or did something to you that had nothing to do with you, had everything to do with what's going on with them? Is that what it was all about? And you were making it about you? Or perhaps it was a situation where they were they, their comment or their words or their look or their slight or whatever they did triggered that thing within you, that area within you that you haven't been wanting to address. That stone that you didn't want to turn over. That closet that you didn't want to open because you didn't want to face all the skeletons in the shadows. Is that what's going on? Because I guarantee you, if you're taking it personally, one of those two things is happening, if not both. And after reading these passages and sharing with you a new context, now is your opportunity to really look at it and say to yourself, oh my gosh, I've been taking this thing so personally. It has nothing to do with me. What happened all those years ago had nothing to do with me, but I wanted to make it about me. My ego wanted to be the star of the show, and I wanted to be the one that, you know, the reason why they did but it had nothing to do with me. And wow, I've been carrying this belief around for so long that I am X, Y, Z. And boy, that belief does not serve me. Maybe it's time for me to figure out a way to let go of that belief. That's the sort of thought process that I'm holding the space that you're having right now or that you're going to have when you've sat and reflected on this conversation. Because I'm telling you, I'm going to go back to the book Nothing other people do is because of you. It's because of themselves. 
I mean, that was such a huge and as a huge moment for me. And it was so simple. It was so simple because I can think back to moments where I said or did something nasty or vindictive or spiteful to another person. And I can ask myself in that moment, did I do it to hurt them? Was it because of them? I was like, no, it was something going on with me. It was my smallness, my fear, my limitation that caused me to want to lash out and have the other person hurt and feel small and feel limited themselves because of my stuff. And me seeing that for myself, that when I did something that created, that, that, that caused somebody else to take it personally, like when I was able to, to you know, roll reverse and understand that my own actions had nothing to do with them, it helped me to understand that, wow, when somebody else does or says something that I take personally, their actions have nothing to do with me. Oh my goodness, it's not about me. It's about them. And so those breakthrough moments are priceless. They are priceless because it gives you the ability to get back into that place of feeling free, not trapped by another person's thoughts of you, not trapped by your spouse's opinion of you and whether they like your outfit today. If they say no, it has nothing to do with you. That's their own stuff. Whatever. You don't need to fish for those compliments. <laughs> Even if your love language is words of affirmation, you don't need to take it personally. And it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a breakthrough potential because you can see how often we want to take things personally and we do take things personally. So I'm excited for you because again, the space that I'm holding is that you have that moment that it all clicks. So please, my recommendation is Get that moment in your mind and ask yourself, where am I taking it personally and what's really going on? You know, am, am I making something about me or have, have I been denying or suppressing this sore spot that is clearly evident? If you want an ad additional context around what I read, go and buy The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Read the whole book. You can do it in pretty quick. You know, it's not a big book. And particularly agreement number two, don't take things personally, study it. And then additionally, if you need more help on that, reach out to me. Share with me what you were taking personally. Share with me where you keep getting stuck. I'm happy to give you some feedback. If you're looking for some, some more structured coaching around that, because that's a big part of the coaching I do, we explore things like this. We look at those moments that we've taken it personally, and we look to see what limiting belief are you buying into? How can we create a new belief? How can you create a different experience by adopting new beliefs? That's part of the work that I do. And if that resonates with you as well, reach out Matthew MatthewMatthewBivens.com or Instagram at Matthew underscore Bivens. And I'll say it again. Part of having it all absolutely is learning how to not take things personally in life. And so if you are playing to have it all, if you're playing for your abundant loving life, which I know at least a part of you is because you're listening to this right now, then you have to learn this skill. You have to learn to not take things personally and you have to understand that people's actions are not about you. What someone says or does is not about you. And you've got to get it that if there's something going on within you that you keep avoiding and suppressing, it's going to rob you of your joy, your peace, your freedom, your harmony, your love, and that those things are worth looking at because having it all will elude you 
if you continue to deny what is, if you continue to avoid those sore spots, if you continue to push things down and suppress them with whatever, alcohol, drugs, work, giving yourself up for your family, your religion, your community, by putting, saying, I'm going to just focus on that stuff. I'm going to not focus on this stuff. I'm telling you, when you close your eyes at night and put your head on that pillow, you know the truth. When you're in your secrecy, when you're by yourself, you know the truth. You can't escape it. And so these are things that are worth investigating. They're worth unpacking. They're worth you doing the dirty work to really get down to the nitty-gritty and, and discover the essence and create those new paradigms, adopt those new beliefs, try on those new ideas, build those new habits. Because your abundant loving life is hanging in the balance. Your joy, your peace, your ultimate freedom, all the things that you want to experience, that's what's, that's what's up for grabs. That's what you're putting at risk by not going in on these things. So I'm very excited for you holding space for your breakthrough. I know it's possible. I've experienced it, and I know that it's possible for you as well. So reach out if you have any feedback, if you have any thoughts. That's it for me today. I appreciate you all so much for hanging out with me, for spending time in this, this deep, beautiful, abundant, amazing conversation. I mean, the more of us that are having conversations like this or tuning in or thinking about these things, I mean, it impacts global consciousness. It does. It does. With so many conversations and and things out there that we're watching and listening to that are just promoting fear and promoting separation and promoting scarcity and judgment. I mean, anytime that we engage in a conversation like this, where love is at the core, where abundance is at the core, I mean, it, it impacts the collective. So I thank you for, for doing what you're doing to impact humanity. And I thank you for doing what you're doing to impact yourself, right? Because I am all about personal responsibility, personal action. And I know that it ripples outward because we're all connected. I don't, have to, I don't have to see and understand all the little nuance as to how one person's work on themselves is going to impact the person on the other side of the globe. I don't have to worry about that. I just understand and believe that it is all connected. And so I'm going to get back to that individual and say, let's work on you. Let's investigate what's holding you back from having it all. So I thank you for joining me in that conversation today. <laughs> now I'm really complete. <laughs> My name is Matthew Bivens. I appreciate you. I love you. Here's to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.